When Gary V curls up with a good podcast, he goes to the Sales Energizer. A day isn't a day unless it has a little Deej in it. The Deej, Dan Jordan. Are we rolling? Montekia. Oh, yeah, you never can be ready. I don't know how I got here, Mr. Producer, man. I'm just going around in circles today, but I feel good about it. Because I think now more than ever, people need sales inspiration, sales motivation, and determination to make your career and your life just a little bit better. And now, please welcome the sales energizer, Dan Jordan. Yeah, you don't want to miss any of the gold that comes right out because I'm feeling good today. I mean, some days you wake up and you just feel a little bit better than the day before for no apparent reason. But when that happens, you might as well use it. You know what I'm saying? In fact, when you're feeling that way, when you're feeling like that little extra bit of energy, that's a sign from God that you need to get out and spread the word. You need to spread the gospel. It's like you've been given a gift. And especially if it's either a Monday or a Friday, or even better, if it's raining, because people don't work. Most salespeople won't work on three days a week, Monday, Friday, and when it's raining. So if it's raining on a Monday, you want to make sure to give everything you got. There ain't no competition on a rainy Monday, baby. I mean, it's just not there. Now, if you're if it's raining and it's Monday and you just got off listening to uh, the Daily Dose of the Deej, it's like an impenetrable fortress. It's like you've entered Nirvana. <laughs> you know, the last podcast that we did at the beginning, I said Montekia and was just and I just went on and you, Mr. Producer Man, and maybe you, the listening public, just let it pass as if it meant nothing. But you did ask me about it. And so I, I feel it necessary to explain myself. Montekia is just a word. So here's something that uh, many people don't know about me. I don't curse. I don't swear. It's just my thing. When I was going to school, in elementary school, I figured it out. But mainly in junior high, I just wasn't good looking enough to use that as my in, you know? And then I got into high school, I realized not only that, but I just wasn't athletic enough to use that as my in to get him. And so uh, you have to be different in certain ways. And so one of them was to be funny, but that doesn't work all the time. But the other one was I would just do the opposite. So if everybody was uh, if everybody was drinking, I wouldn't drink. If everybody was smoking pot, I wouldn't smoke pot. And if everybody was cursing, I wouldn't curse. And the weirdest, the weirdest thing happened. And I got into this, those kind of popular circles because I was funny. But by me not cursing, it was such a different thing that I found that girls especially, not really guys, but girls especially, wouldn't curse in front of me. And it's not like I told anybody, hey, don't do that. I don't accept it or whatever. It's just that if you act a certain way and you're consistent with it, your customers or your prospects or whoever you're around will start imitating you. You stand up straight, people will start standing up straight. Anyway, so because I didn't curse, I I was really adept at inventing new words. And like, so let's say you see uh, Montekia, it just means, it just means butter. I'll tell you where I got it from. 
there was an old commercial of parquet margarine. Do you remember this, Mr. Producer Man? You do? It was parquet margarine. And so it was a, a male or a female sitting at the table and they were putting butter or parquet on their toast. And uh, so someone said, uh, oh, I'm going to put the margarine on my toast. And then the little margarine can opened up its lip like it was its like talking lip. It was all of a sudden it became human. And it said butter, butter. So he said, oh, I'm going to put the margarine. And it said butter. The can was telling you that it was butter. Well, one of them was a, a Hispanic person. And he said, oh, I'm putting margarine on the thing. And it goes, mantequilla. <laughs> so I learned that mantequilla meant butter, which is such a good word because you could use it for everything. Let's say, for instance, you're walking to your house and all the lights are out and you're going around a corner and you think a monster's there and you don't know who's there and you want to ask. And so you go, mantequilla? It's like the word dude. You could use it. You see somebody you haven't seen in a long time, mantequilla. You know, you see a pretty girl walking down the street and you be there with your buddy. You go, Montaquia. I mean, what is she going to say? What did you call me? Butter? <laughs> I mean, you, you can't go wrong with Montaquia. Anyway, so that's why I said sometimes it just slips out. And it's when it's without explanation, you know, it's like when a salesperson starts using initials for, you know, their acronyms for their product and nobody knows what they're talking about. By the way, that's something you need to remember. You people out there, if you want not to call, your customer or prospect an idiot? Stop using your industry vernacular. Nobody knows it but you. And either, you know, if they're a very confident person, they'll say, well, now what does that mean? Which gives you the opportunity to teach them something, which makes them seem better than you, makes you feel better than the, your prospect, makes your prospect feel like an idiot. And here's your prospect looking at you and like, why is this guy making me feel like an idiot? He's just called me an idiot, and now you hate yourself. I mean, it does a lot worse. It doesn't make you look smart when you start using industry vernacular. It makes your customer feel like an idiot, and it's really hard to grow business with people that you've just called idiotic. I don't know how I got here, Mr. Producer Man. I'm just going around in circles today, but I feel good about it because today was an awesome day. I got out and about, saw some people, got caught in traffic. Let me tell you how pleasant people are in spring. I was caught in traffic and it was standstill traffic. It was on a major highway. There must have been a terrible accident. I don't know. But we're there and I was next to another car. And I looked over at the other car and the other person looked over at me. And we smiled at each other. Gave a little thumbs up with each other. Like, yes, baby. We're both working in traffic, having a good time. On a Friday. That's how social people are. If you're kept away from people from too long, they need you. Your prospects that you think you're annoying by reaching out to them weekly or every other week or month, they need you. On a personal level, they just need you. I'm going to share a story with you right now for something that happened today. Along these lines of people needing you, I was at a uh, prospect and uh, I went to see the prospect and it, I never met him before. It was just a phone call. It was an initial meeting. We're just, you know, hanging out, get to know each other. And I, I talked to him for a little bit about the business and somehow we found some commonality that we're talking about with families and this and that. And he went through a particular uh, rough spot in his life where he just came home and his wife said, I'm done and moved out. And, and he was talking to me about it 
And then he started getting really personal. Listen, it was a lot of it was my fault. I was working too much. By the way, he asked me, because ask me what this is something I would do. You know, he said, uh, ask me what time I got up this morning and out of the house. I said, what time did you get up this morning and out of the house? He said, 2.30. This guy's a multi, multi-millionaire. Giant, big companies, all different, all over the place. Got up and got on a job site, 2.30 in the morning. He lays concrete. Got to do it when there's no cars there. And he goes, and that's what I did for many years. And I would come home and work with my boys and, and, you know, and play sports with them and do all that stuff. And he goes, man, I just didn't give my wife enough attention. And he goes, I'm telling you this. Now, this is a prospect who I've never met before. He says, I'm telling you this because I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I made. Now, I, I, I want to reiterate. This is someone that I cold called on the phone, set up an appointment with the auspices of doing some sort of business together. And in the first meeting, he was so joyful that a human being came to meet with him that he felt the need to protect me, to help me. Now, when we got down to the point of actually doing business together, I was no longer selling. He put me in a position for me that I was actually saying, I I really don't know if I could help you or not in this area, but let's figure it out. Let's set up a time to go ahead and just figure it out. And if it makes sense, we're going to do something. Not because I did such great moves and manipulation of selling, but I just met the man where he was at this moment in time and let him let him do what he thinks his purpose here on life is to do at this stage in his life which is to protect others from the mistakes that he made and the reason why i share this story with you right now and for all of you listening right now is to understand that in any time of your career you have the ability to be on both sides of the table that we're talking about. You could be the person who can accept the advice or you could be the person to share experiences. But letting the other person talk is letting the other person buy. And I want you to think that it's manipulation anymore for you to get out there and see customers and really inquire about what's going on in their life. If they don't want to tell you, they won't. If they perceive you as just a salesperson that's pushing stuff out, then you're not going to get any of this juicy stuff. But if you go in there with the right attitude, I don't know if this guy needs me or not. I don't know if there's anything here or not. But you never do business with a bank. You do business with a person at the bank. You don't do business with a landscaping company. You do business with a person that works at a landscaping company. And you don't do business with a cement conglomerate. You do business with the owner, a human being of a company who's had real life experiences and you meet them where they are at that time. And you don't got to worry about selling because they're too busy buying. Man, that was good. (laughs) 
I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. He goes, man, you need you need constant patting on the back and appreciation, don't you? I said, absolutely. And if you don't if you don't give it to me, I'm gonna ask for it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. Hey, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, go ahead on going to Amazon.com and get the sales proverbs, wisdom of the ages. It's I'm all out of them, the ones that I bought because I give them out at, at seminars. Uh, but they're flying off the shelves. It's really a great book, how to how to live a salesperson life. Lots of tidbits just like you just heard here. And I really appreciate your listening. Uh, more than you know. And I really do think that you are the best. And I'm the Deej. And I want you to go out and just go get them today, will you? Hey, guys. It's Dan Jordan, the Deej. People call me the sales energizer. And the reason is I'm a speaker, I'm a coach, I'm a trainer. But most of all, what I do and what I'd love to do is come to your business to do a kickoff sales training meeting. Your salespeople will love it. They'll love your company even more. You'll love it because there'll be more production. And to top it off, you get to meet the Deej. So go ahead to danjordan.com and contact us for speaking ideas. We'll rock and roll. And remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and whatever else you can think about. We'll see you next time. Go get them today. Well, if your sales team sucks and you don't know what to do, call Deej. 678-910-9912. Call Deej. 678-910-9912.